Yes. <laughs> we are in the building. Welcome, welcome, everybody. I am VA Verse. Across from me is my beautiful, lovely wife, Z. And you're listening to For Better or Worse. Hi, guys. What's up, everyone? We have a very, very, very special very guest. Very special guest. Today. The woman that saved our marriage? Yes. That not that put not... us back together. Her and Jesus. Yes. <laughs> Miss Lisa. AKA Auntie. How you doing? Doing great. How are you guys? Good, good. Thank We're you. We're so glad to have you here. I'm glad yes. to be here. We've been talking about this episode for a while. Have uh, recording this episode for a while now. I will admit I'm a bit nervous. Yeah, I don't she, know why. You've been nervous. I've been nervous since I was like, oh, okay, you gonna do it? And then you were like, yes. I was like, oh gosh. Like, I don't know why I'm nervous. It's just, I don't know. I'm just a bit nervous about this interview. Oh, it'd be good. It'd be good. <laughs> I mean, the hard work is behind you, so. Very true. You know. Very true. You good over there? Oh, yeah. No, there was, a, there was a buzzing, and I got it to stop. Okay. So great. We're good. Yeah. So... Is there anything that we need to discuss before we... Did you we... look up our listeners? I did not. <laughs> okay. I did not. Well, welcome foreign and domestic. Yes. Shout out to our listeners, foreign and domestic. And um, I'm going to get it up. Oh, so we're just waiting I'm on your boy. Up. No, we're not waiting on me. Let's talk. So... Miss Lisa, how are you doing? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. How are you? Um, we're doing good. Good, Today's good, It's a good, good Saturday. Well, I'm feeling a lot better. I was feeling uh, kind of a little, like, upset stomach all day. But it makes sense. It makes sense. Does when it? You don't eat the night before. You're just going to put my business out there? Well, you the one said that you had upset stomach. I'm just saying. <laughs> it makes sense. Because at first I was like, oh no, what's going on? And then you were like, you ain't eat. Oh, okay. Yeah, I didn't. Because we was at the Suns game. Mm -hmm. And it was like $20 for like a basket of fries. And I was like, I'd be damned if I paid $20 for a basket of fries. (laughs) When I can get a basket for like $2 at McDonald's. Oh yeah, we gonna be fasting and praying if I gotta pay $20 for (laughs) some fries. Yeah, Yeah, we gonna fast and pray too. $14 for a tall can of beer. Oh, no, we're going to be thirsty then. Yeah, it was bad. We're going to be thirsty and hungry. That's a lot. Like, where the water fountain, please? Exactly. <laughs> I don't Support even know if they got water fountain. They probably a... don't. I'm pretty sure they don't. I don't even know yeah, can I get a courtesy cup and hit this water fountain up about 10 times? <laughs> just get some ice and wait for it to There melt. was a place down like downstairs there that was giving away a free Heineken's. Like, a one. one. Because we was walking with somebody and we just lost them. We was like, where you go? And we looked back, and he was like coming towards us, but he was like downing his Heineken. Heineken, because <laughs> we were leaving. Cause he we couldn't let y'all know, though. Uh, no, nah, I don't know. He should have let us know, because I would have wanted a Heineken. But nonetheless, that's what I was doing last night, and then uh, didn't eat because of that. We were supposed to go eat somewhere afterwards, but we just ended up coming home. Mm-hmm. So there's that. There's my wife telling me. You should have ate something. She didn't tell me, but you know, I can hear it. Mm. I can hear it in her head. Okay. <laughs> I just let it go. Oh, Sometimes interesting. What? Interesting. So, shout out to, of course, I didn't even see this ever. I think they added this uh, new analytic right here. 
So shout out to the United States, of course. California, because I can see this now. California is our biggest listener. Yay. Ah, shout all out right. to Cali. 79% of right. America, of our American listeners is in Cali. Appreciate Four 4% is in Arizona. And 1% is in Virginia. Okay, okay. Guess the state that has 13%. The state? Yeah. I don't know. Oregon. Shout out to Oregon. Shout out to Oregon. <laughs> I don't know anybody. Me neither. Shout out to Oregon. Shout out to France, United Kingdom. Uh, Singapore is new. Yay. Shout out to Singapore. Germany is new. Uh, Canada. Y'all. Shout out to Canada. Mm, shout out to Nova Scotia. Okay. Nova Scotia. Sweden. Kazakhstan. I think that's pronounced. Since I'm mm-hmm. 1% Swedish. Yes, you are. <laughs> Got your people back home. So did my ancestry. Mm, big shout out to <laughs> Australia and Japan. Appreciate all of yes. Yeah, we're getting. Thanks, guys. We're getting some uh, listeners in, in wow. foreign Look places. At us. That's good. So, all right then. Let's right. dive in. Miss Lisa, let's. Uh, get the people acquainted with you. Let's start with, I guess, where are you from? Where were, uh, you, where were am, you born and raised? I am from the DFW, Dallas-Fort Worth. Uh, I am from Fort Worth, uh, Texas, the great state of Texas. All right. And um, I was born and raised there, and I moved here almost 30 years ago. Mm. And now I'm getting ready to move back to care for my aging parents. Okay. Even though I understand why, it's a little sad. I am too, because <laughs> I've been in Arizona for a long time. So it's gonna, you know, make some adjustments here. It's gonna be interesting. Yes, it will be, because I'm used to being by myself. <laughs> so you, so you said you moved here almost thirty time. years ago. So you grew up in Texas. Uh huh. What was it like growing up in Texas? Um, you know, it was boogie down then, because um. You know, I'm from the area where, you know, we had to be in by the time the, the street lights came on. Yeah. You know, we, we heard the ice cream man around the corner. And so we was already hustling up dimes, <laughs> nickels, and quarters and trying to chase him down, the ice cream man and the snow cone man. Oh, there so, were two different ones. Yeah, yeah, okay. it was two different ones. So we, we was we were on a on a journey then, you know. Uh I was in that age where, you know, your parents sent you to the store to buy them a pack of cigarettes. And uh, the people at the corner store knew who you were, you know. You ride your bicycle around the corner, but no further, or up to, to the corner and back. Because if your neighbor saw, they would tell your parents. That's right. That's right. That's right. And when you got in trouble, everybody knew you got in trouble. And you didn't just get in trouble with your parents. You got in trouble from the neighbors, your aunts, uncles, and everybody mm-hmm. else who your mom and daddy thought to uh, tell. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So, I'm from that era. So is it country living in Texas? Nah, we no? we city. You know, you know, contrary to what the the TV shows. You know, we don't have the dirt roads. You know, we have paved streets. <laughs> um, you know, we don't have all derricks all over the place. Well, we didn't then. Now they're digging for minerals, <clears throat> but you know, with all the fracking and stuff. Um, but back then, we didn't have all derricks all over the place. So um, we were just some city folks, city slickers. Okay. You know they think that about us and where we work at in Virginia. They swear we still got uh, dirt roads 
And now we just sit on our porch with our cutoff uh, jeans. Well, really? Yes, with our uh, they think that? overalls and stuff. Just like we do have payrolls and more than one street light, yeah. <laughs> regardless of what y'all we think. We are Walmart. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. <clears throat> that's funny. I didn't know that. Yes, they do. They think that to this day. they just like, so if I go to Virginia, we're going to get lynched. No. Like, there's a city. Oops, there's a city and there's country. So, it's crazy. Yeah, well. But that seems like a very, that's very wholesome, I think, the the childhood. When oh, you yeah. know everybody in the neighborhood and everybody know your mama, yeah. your mama and them. Yeah, I mean, listen, you know, back in the day, you know, we could play outside, you know, and somebody's mama was outside. And, you know, I'm sure they had pedophiles and, you know, all that stuff back then because all that kind of stuff has been around forever. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, we had so many people watching out for us. That, uh, you know, we were okay to play outside. Now, these kids don't know nothing about playing outside. You know, on Saturday morning, you was zipping. You know, you woke up because you knew the cartoons were on, you know. <laughs> and so you did what you had to do to get them chores done so you could go outside and play. Right. And everybody was outside playing. And when you got in trouble, you had to sit in the window and watch them play. Mm-hmm. So, That's you know. Worst. You know, I used, to, I used to get in trouble before. I used to uh, make me so mad. I would get in trouble if I was on punishment and my friends came to ask if I could come outside. Oh, yeah. You like, that would get oh, extra yeah. trouble. Oh, yeah. yeah. that's what I'm saying. Extra trouble. I'd yeah. be like, yo, I can't come outside. Because your parents thought that you put them up to asking yep. them. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yeah, but that was, yeah. Us coming up, too, I think we were part, close close to the last generation that really played outside. outside. The internet and social media changed a lot of stuff. Yeah. And even like what you were saying about you know there being pedophiles and stuff like that back in the bad people back in the day, I think it's I think it's pretty much the same. I think it's pretty. I don't think much has changed. I think just now everything's visible and information can travel so far so fast. It's at your fingertips. Yeah. So at, you know it used to be on a six o'clock news where that's mm-hmm. the only time that you saw it. Right. But now anytime something happens, it's right there on your phone and it makes it it brings it to your front door. Right. It yeah. Makes people are a yeah. lot more scared. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. even recently, the kids wanted to go and go to the park after school. And I'm just like, not if I'm across town. Like, you can't go to the park after school if I'm right. across town. Right. I need to be there. And right. so I'm like, okay, well, the school, and then there's a basketball court, and then there's a park. I said, well, I'll be parked in the school parking lot, and then y'all can go over there. My window's going to be down, so I'll be in vicinity just in case right. something happens because yeah. it's that paranoia that right. you never know what happens. No, no. And then when you got, you know, the... Uh, the the sex traffickers snatching yeah. folk up and yeah. all this kind of stuff you know it's really crazy yeah. um, but I'm just grateful that um, I got to be raised in a time where I could have memories like that you know where you ate what was cooked and uh, or you didn't eat at all right mm. right and uh, you know yeah we need to bring the kids back in here so you can uh, <laughs> school re- them to reiterate that because we be trying to tell them that. Like they be wanting alternate alternate meals and stuff like that. Like, oh, I want this. I don't want that. And Leah's Leah's the worst with it. There's so Leah has she such is, a long list of stuff she doesn't want to eat. She's always been picky, but she's to the age now where she make her own food. Like this is what I'm cooking. So if you don't eat this, then you can have a sandwich or whatever the case. But no, no, I'm no. not making nothing but, else. And that's crazy to think that because when we were coming up, it wasn't like that. It wasn't, yeah. oh, if you don't want this, well, you can have that. No. Well, yeah. you're going to sit there at the table. If you're not going to eat it, then you're going to sit there until it's time for you to go to bed. Then you're going to go to bed. <laughs> and 
our parents didn't care. And I like no, that because it was just like, it's not that we didn't feed you. It's right, <laughs> that you right, didn't want right, to eat. Right. right. I mean, like I'm still like today where, you know, I don't eat stuff mixed up together. So my mother would make stew. I ain't eating it. <laughs> so, you know, it was, okay, well, what you going to do? And I'm like, okay, I'm saying to myself, what am I going to do? So I would just go in there and pick the meat out the stew and eat the meat out of it. Mm-hmm. But I'm not eating nothing else because I don't like my food touching and I don't like it all mixed <laughs> together. So, yeah, so I just ate the meat. And then she, you know, you know, she would be mad because they get ready to eat some stew and ain't no meat in the stew because wow. I ate the meat. But I'm not eating all that mixed together. So, you know, that's just the way it was. Yeah. Yeah, we was yeah, and even my stepdad was the worst too. Like my stepdad wouldn't let us drink our, our drink until we finished our meal, which I think, well, especially now, like being older, it was really that's really dumb. Like I really think that's dumb. Like, <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Like, what if we eating chicken and it's not, you know, it's like a chicken breast I'm and it's thirsty. yeah, I need bread. to wash something down. Well, we see, couldn't touch, we couldn't touch our drink until we finished. Well, eating. see now, I don't drink till I finish eating because I want to be full off my food and not off my mm. drink. <laughs> So I'm I'm away I'm away so you know I'm that weirdo that's in the bunch but I'm cool being weird I ain't I ain't got no problems being weird so yeah what's funny though honestly is a lot of times I won't drink my drink until I'm finished just because I'm eating like I have to be thirsty to right. drink my drink like right. if I don't get thirsty while I'm eating then I won't so no nah, that's weird yeah I guess. Yeah, I'm as you know, as <coughs> you know, I'm just a weirdo like that. But I'm cool being weird, and uh, it's so funny because by the time I get through eating, I only have a couple sips of drink. So that's why when I go to the restaurants, I only get water because I'm like I ain't paying two dollars for a drink or three dollars for a drink, and then and I ain't gonna drink but about three ounces. Mm-hmm. So just give me that free water, and if I'm thirsty and want a sip, I just get a sip of my sister. Or somebody else, you know, one of my family members, just let me hit that drink for a second or two. Give me a couple of ounces of it, and then you can refill it. Get a little but swig. I ain't, I ain't, yeah, give me a swig, because I ain't paying no $3 for a drink, and I ain't going to drink it. <coughs> I that's agree. Wh- that's why if I'm eating at Chick-fil-A, I'm eating inside, because I'm going to refill my lemonade before I leave, so I can take a full glass home and drink off of it for the rest of the week. okay so um back to the story back to your story um what made you uh decide to move to arizona well my grandmother died um who was an integral part of my upbringing and my brother was living here and he said hey won't you come to az and get your fresh start so that's what i did how old were you and uh you said who how old were you oh i was old Uh, i was in my 30 i was 30 actually actually yeah yeah now y'all making me age myself. So but yeah, good. I was thirty. No, 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 no. You good? You good? Okay, you good? I, I ain't listen. I, I'm good. I'm good. So yeah, I was thirty. So I've been here almost thirty years. So yeah. So was it an adjustment you coming from there to here, or did you just gravitate to it right off? Um, well, I had been here uh, going back and forth uh, for the summer. So I've been here since like May or June. Mm-hmm. And um, and I would come here and then go back home and then come and then go back and then come and then go back. So I did that for several months. And then uh, after my grandmother passed, uh, I went on and moved here permanently. That's crazy. You chose to come visit in the summertime here? Yeah. Well, yeah. How, how was the summer in Texas? I mean, folks? Texas, when I was first here, 
I thought this place was hotter than Texas. Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh my God. But then when I got home, the humidity is what makes the difference. Because mm, yeah. here it's just, you know, you're going to get hot air, period. Right. You know, if the wind blows, it's going to be hot. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But in Texas, you have that with the humidity. And so it's a little bit a little bit more uh, strangulation on your air intake, let yeah. me put it that way. Yeah, definitely. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because we're used to the humidity. Well, not used to, but we know about the humidity from being yeah. from back home. Yeah, and that'd be the worst out here. Like on a summer, out here on a summer day, like if it rains on a summer day, like that next day is horrible. It just yeah. reminds me of home, though. It really does. Like when it's real humid, it's like oh, it feels like home <laughs> in the summer. But yeah, that was that was. I think that was the first thing that shocked me coming to Arizona was like when uh, when you're driving, the air coming in the car is like scorching hot, as hot as it is outside. And I was like, damn, that's not something I'm used to. Even back home, and it was hot as hell. You get in the car, roll the window down, you get that cool air coming in. I was like, not in Arizona. You burn off the side of your face. It's the same. It's the, same. <laughs> the heat going to be the heat here. Yes. The heat you is the heat. Baking. I tell everybody that. For real. The heat here is the heat. It ain't going away. Mm -hmm. You ain't going to get a cool breeze. You just going to get heat, yes. a heated breeze. That's yeah. all you going to get. Because at home, you can put the fan on and open the door. But no, you open the door, and you're still going to be hot. Hot nah. air circulating with the fan. It's not going to be enough. Nah. These nah. summers is horrible. And uh, it's picking up already. We're 70, uh, 72 right now yeah. out here. And it's, only, it's February. I don't like it. It was 39 the other night and 36 the other night. So, I mean, we the other morning we were all going to work. It was shivering, you know. It you was. Warm up your car, cold. you know, because it was cold. It was cold. And then here we go with this 70-something. And I'm like, you know, we got this uh, uh, bipolar weather. Mm. Of course, we don't control it. But, you know, one day we cold, the next day we hot. And, you know, so it's a wonder everybody getting sick, you know. Yeah, because so, yeah. Yeah, so. it's going gonna, it's gonna to be 73 tomorrow, and then it's going to rain on Monday. Mm-hmm. It's supposed to rain Monday, Tuesday. Yeah, Monday, Monday and Tuesday, Tuesday, I believe. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so, you know. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, the but weather. I'm good. Whatever weather the Lord serves up, I'm going to keep my jacket on. Right, as long we'll as I'm healthy. either take it off, one of the two. As I'm telling you, Miss Lisa, I went through a, a whole little stint where I was, like, sick, like, three times back to back. Like, I, I wouldn't even be, like, a whole week. Where I was healthy again and I get sick again. So I'm just, I'd be so happy I'm not sick. I'd be waking up in the morning like, oh, I can breathe out my nostrils. See what I'm saying? You know, I'm not coughing. You know, mm -hmm. I had uh, trouble with my thing in the car when mm -hmm. I was sick. <laughs> yeah, it's just, you don't get sick very often. Mm -hmm. So the fact that you were sick three times back to back, I was like, what in the heck is going on? We had to take you to the doctor. So I'm glad everything's I hope okay. That, that, uh, I hope that that's all my sickness for the year. Well, I'm be. hoping so. I hope so. I mean, uh, I was sick with a sore throat yesterday, and I'm like, oh, my goodness. Mm. Oh, you feeling better goodness. today? Yes, I am. Yes, yeah. I am. I'm way better today. That's good. That's so good. I'm good. I'm good. Okay, so move forward, I guess. Um, how did the idea or how did you get into counseling? Um, through ministry. Um um, in ministry, you know, people normally just uh, gravitate towards you to ask you various questions or opinions or mm -hmm. whatever it is. And so, um, you know, with schooling and uh, my own therapy that I've been in and, and uh, again, education and staying up on the knowledge, um, I, you know, I thank the Lord for equipping me um, with the materials that I need to help others. So 
I'm grateful for that. Was it a struggle with you getting into ministry with the people around you? Did they not think that you should have been in the ministry or were they very supportive? Um, my family has always been very supportive. Um, so I, you know, I'm one of those people, you know, uh, if my grandmother approved, then I didn't care what anybody else said. And so that's the way I've always been. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've always been, you know, one of these people that, you know, marched to my own beat. So I'm not a groupie. I don't care what everybody else is doing. I'm going to do my own thing. So, you know, I'm cool with my vegetables and stuff not touching. <laughs> I, like I said earlier, I'm going to do me. I don't care. I just feel like the world needs more of that not caring what anybody else thinks about you. Because it yes. seems like nowadays everybody cares what the next person has to say or do and the way they look at you and things like that. Everybody cares about everyone else's opinion. Yeah, no, I don't. I don't. If you're not my family or... You're not my uh, uh, significant other or whatever. What you you know the you know the thing is is like opinions are just like buttholes. Everybody got one, right. and what I eat don't make you poop. So you know, right? <laughs> you know, it really doesn't matter to me what you think because I, you know what you do. That's your business. I don't care. Right. I don't care. You know, all I care about is as long as you're not out there hurting yourself. Now, if you're doing something to hurt yourself, you know, I, I may say to you, hey, you know. You might want to, you know, be careful because that doesn't seem to be safe. But if you choose to keep doing it, I ain't got nothing to say about that. I'm just going to pray for you and keep pressing. Right. I agree. Facts. Yeah, I'm, I got to that point, too, where in my life where I'm just like, I don't really care what people think. I've been telling people I don't care too. When they be like trying to tell me, you really do care. care. You really do tell people. You're like, I'm so weird. I don't really care, bro. <laughs> One guy tried to like give me like this kind of lecture, like uh, like it was more one of those like look down upon like, like as if he was telling me something that I needed to correct. Uh. I let him finish, and I was just like, "Yeah, I really don't care, bro." <laughs> so <laughs> right, you let him have his whole little speech. Yeah, saying. I will let you. I will let you talk. I will listen to you and hear you out. But then right. if I, if my at the end of your speech, my assessment is that I don't care about what you told me. Right, I don't care. Right. <laughs> and I really wish people would, would you know, get to that place where they don't care because we've got so many people suffering from depression and anxiety and all this other stuff because of what they said. Mm-hmm. Man, forget they and do you because at the end of the day, they going to do what they want to do and you do what you're going to do, you know? Yeah, you can't concern yourself with they. Who are they? Man, they can go somewhere. Well, the sun ain't shining. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's how I always felt about people when they ask other people about their relationships as far as like, oh, well, I don't know what I should do about, you know, X, Y, and Z. And it's just like, and they give you the advice, oh, you shouldn't, you should leave him. He sucks and this, that, and the third. But I'm like, at the end of the day, they're going to go home to their person. Right. And you're going to just be there because you listen to them lonely. Right, right. right. You know, uh, the the one of the questions that, um, I, you know, I hear people, the, the, the big taboo is what if your mate cheats? And I say, well, if, if, if my wife cheats on me, my first thing is not to leave. My first question would be, what did, what was it I'm not doing for her to seek out affection somewhere outside of the confines of our relationship? Mm-hmm. That's going to be my first question. My first question is, is not going to be, uh, oh my God, I'm leaving and blah, 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 blah. Right. You know, I ain't, you know, no, 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 no. My first question is, what was it that I was not giving to her that she had to seek it somewhere else? Right. 
And that's going to be my first question. And then after we can get through that question, then I want to know, okay, so this is what I'm not doing. Now we're going to go to a therapist and work on what we need to do so that I can make you feel like the way you need to feel. Maybe I'm not speaking your love language. Maybe I'm not, you know, doing whatever it is I need to do. But I first need to examine me because I feel like if I'm doing what I need to do, then you ain't got no business trying to seek it nowhere else. Your affection, because I got all of you. Mm-hmm. I got you. So everything that you need is right here. But, you know, people don't want to do that because it means that they have to take responsibility of maybe I did do something to contribute to the fact that you stepped on me. Whenever someone cheats, they always... You know, it's like, oh, it's them, and I'm hurt, and I'm the victim, but they never once want to think about, okay, well, could it possibly have been something that I did to you that makes you want to go out? And people don't like to take responsibility for no, what they've done. No, they don't. And and one of the things um, that, 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 that I've learned is that I have to do a self-examination of Lisa first before I can point the finger uh, at whatever it is that she may be doing or he may be doing uh, in the relationship, I got to take responsibility for what I'm doing. And then if I'm not doing it right, then, you know. And, and, then, and then the other thing with that, too, is the second thing with that is that I can't fix what I don't know is broken. Mm-hmm. So if you don't communicate to your partner the areas of concern and give them the opportunity to fix it, then don't expect it to be fixed. You know, uh, you know, a tire you see is broken, right? You mm-hmm. see it's busted and on flat. You see that. Mm-hmm. So you, ain't, you ain't got to tell somebody about the step. Well, sometimes you do have to tell them, you know. But if it's on the inti- inside of the engine, you need somebody. Sometimes you got to go and get some stuff to say, hey, it's not here. We can't see it with the naked eye. But this is what it is. And so until I communicate that need of what it is I'm not getting, then I can't expect you to fix what you don't tell me. So you got to tell me what's broken and let me have the opportunity to fix it. Now, if you give me the opportunity to fix it and I still don't fix it, then I can't say nothing because I didn't give you that chance to fix it. So, yeah, I I didn't, you know, I didn't do my part in fixing it. But you're not going to communicate a need to me and I'm not going to do my best to fix it. Right. You know, because relationships are a 24-7 thing. Mm -hmm. You know, you have good days, you're going to have bad Mm -hmm. days. But guess what? We're going to get through good and bad together. We just got to, you know, uh, make an agreement that we're not going to walk out on each other when it gets hard. We're going to stick and stay like roaches. (laughs) (laughs) You know, when you get them roaches, they hard to get rid of. Oh, yeah. I heard a person say not too long ago that I wish getting a divorce was harder because it seems like people are kind of getting to marriages on a trial basis. Like, "Eh, well, if it doesn't work, then we can always get a divorce. Well, divorces well, are pretty difficult, though. Depends on what you have. If you ain't got nothing, it's not that hard. Now, if you don't have any assets or kids, yeah. you can go down there and, was it 30 days or something? Mm-hmm, $200. Yeah, so, I mean, but I think that it's still back to those same two people. Uh, you know, in y'all's instance, you know, when we first started talking, I said, I asked both of you, are you going to be willing to put in the work to fix it? Mm-hmm. Both of you said Yes. Right. Mm -hmm. But in a lot of relationships, some people will say they both start out saying yes. Mm -hmm. But when you say, okay, this is what we need to do, this, 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 and this, and this, and this is what you need to do, this, this, and this, and this, 
uh, it, it's, it's now the, the onus res- lies on you to do what you're supposed to do. Mm. Some people don't want to do the hard work. Yeah. They want you to do the work. Well, they just coast and stay the same. And it's very hard work, I will tell it's, you. It's that. hard work. It's hard work. I mean, it's hard work every day, though. Hard, hard work every day, you know, and you both have to be willing to do that. I mean, in my own relationship, you know, we're in a place now where we're going through some stuff. And guess what? We're going to sit on the couch and, and put in, we both agree that we're going to do the hard work to fix it. And that's mm-hmm. what we're going to do. And we're going to sit on the couch and we're going to put in the work. That's it. Because we, we realize the value of what we have together is better than what we could possibly find with somebody else. So let me fix what I already know I have. Because nowadays, you know, uh, you get in relationships with people and you don't know what they bring to the table. They look real good. They dress real good. And they talk that talk. But well, man. Because yeah, when you meet somebody, when you meet somebody, you're really just meeting their representative. Yeah. The person that they choose to put forward right. to show people. Right, 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 right. Exactly. Exactly. And you know, once, once you know, uh, I remember when, uh, I, I don't know, did y'all ever see the movie, I'm going to get you sucker? Yes. Yes. And then she, 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 uh, they get to the room at the, uh-huh. was at the club or somewhere, yeah. at the party of the club, and she all suited up. And she all decked out, and then he gets her to the room. She starts taking off her leg, her hair, her eye, her arm. You know, she starts taking off all kind of stuff, and now the real you comes out. Yeah. You know, and so um, I really wish people would just be them, their authentic self and let me make the decision for myself whether or not I want to be with the raggedy, busted up you. Mm-hmm. Because when I'm with you, I'm going to give you the raggedy, busted up me. And, and yeah. you can make your decision. If you want to deal with me, you know, I, you know, like I said, you know, I, 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 you know, I got my own idiosyncrasies, but you know, she did with it, you know, when she cooking, she know, I ain't eat no swine. So, you know, she cooks stuff without swine for me when she fixing my plate, you ain't nothing touching, you know, uh, you know, so yeah, you know, I'm weird and all, but you know, she cool with that, you know, and she got her own little stuff that she liked to do. And so, you know, we just deal with it. Okay, speaking of uh, speaking of counseling us, how did you two guys uh, get to that idea anyway? Like, how did that happen? Well, um, I-, I was thinking about it. It's so funny that you would ask that question because this morning as I was getting dressed uh, and I was uh, going to my uh, meeting this morning, um, I was reflecting on the fact that I would see, I saw old Moni Moan, uh, uh, <laughs> Miss V, rather, um, on her uh, at her desk, and she was crying, mm. and uh, she was crying. I'd never seen her cry, mm-hmm. and uh, she was just, you know, in, in a in a bad place. And so, you know, uh, one of our coworkers was talking that other jibber jibber jabber, and uh, I just said, you know, uh, if you ever need to talk, let me know, you know. And uh, I said uh, I will be willing to counsel you both if 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 you know that's what you want. And uh, remember, it was um, maybe a week before then that I came to you and I was like, can I ask you a question? And I think we were talking about something else. It was something I think it was a conversation that me and him had. And I said, well, this is what came up. 
And I think it was, I think it was when we were sweeping the garage, I think you brought up the, the fact that you felt as though we should separate. And mm-hmm. I didn't think that it was a good idea. So I came to work and I asked you, I said, well, he's is saying this and I don't necessarily agree. And you were just kind of asking questions more like, well, why does he feel this way? Or what did the conversation consist of? And then maybe a week later was when you did come to me and was like, hey, something going on. And then I said that we made the agreement that we weren't going to split. And then one day he was just like, yeah, that's not working. And then I, cause we went outside because yes. it was listening ears at work. Mm. And then I, and I said it and your first reaction was, well, didn't y'all talk about it? And I was like, yes. And I was so angry Yes. Because I felt bamboozled. Because yes. I was like, we had this conversation, but it wasn't the truth. You didn't tell me everything. You, It was something about you just didn't want to... It was something or another that you were telling me, but basically that you weren't going to be there anymore. And then I had went to work and told Miss Lisa. And then she offered to counsel us and I was like no we not getting counseling it's over it's done I don't want to be with him nor he sucked <laughs> I was done and then I think uh speaking from a place of hurt we, yes. we say things that we don't really mean and you were like are you sure and I was like yes <laughs> we're never gonna be together again he's done whatever and then I think he was like well we should get counseling and I kind of just looked at him like oh you want counseling now like I was I was pissed like I was mad for a very very long time but yeah she did she offered it that same day when she saw that I was hurt she offered us counseling and and uh, I said to her that you don't have to worry um, because what we discuss is between us and um, because I'm real big on privacy mm-hmm. and uh, I just had a friend of mine who was in uh, counseling and uh, the, the the person that counseled them went and told their business to everybody. Oh man! And so yeah, that's that's real raggedy. And yeah. um, I don't. Yeah, I, whatever people tell me, even if we're not cool, I'm still taking it to the grave because you know how it is. Yeah. People get mad at you, and then they want to oh, yeah. tell all your business. Yeah. Yeah, that's that that ain't good. That ain't good. And so I don't do that because I expect people that you know, to respect my privacy as well. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And those are sacred times. And, and um, you know, I, I'm like, if if it can be fixed, let's fix it. You know, let's fix it. I do remember that was your very first question because you said that you wanted to get counseling. And I said, well, I know a person who said that they would counsel us. And the very first thing you said was, well, Mo, know that I'm not just going to take your side. <laughs> well, that's, I'm going to stop you right there because that's what I was going to actually say and indulge. I don't know if I've told you this or not, but I know, Miss Lisa, you don't know this. But when she came to me and was like, yeah, I have a, a friend at work that, you know, wants to counsel us. I was like, oh. I was like, here you go. We about to, she about to bring in one of her friends and she's just going to come in and they're going to tag team me and, you know, just you, 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 and you know what I'm saying? So I was very skeptical. I was like, I don't know. I don't know. But I must say, like, from the very beginning, like... Our you, meeting at Denny's? Yes. You proved to me I was confident that you were going to be well impartial, I guess, is the word. Yes, because she made sure you let me know from day one. As soon as I was like, okay, we're going to agree to do it, he was like, I don't pick sides. And I was like, <laughs> and I was kind of like, hey, wait a minute. Like, not at all? And you was like, no, I don't pick sides, and I'm going to do it fairly. 
And so then you asked, you were like, well, is she going to, before we met her, you were like, well, you got to make sure because she works with you. So you don't want your business all at the job. But I had known you for a while before then. And I just knew that you wouldn't have taken anything that I said because we've had our talks about numerous things before then. And I was like, well, she knows that I'm not going to run and, and tell any other thing that she's told me. And I was like, I just, I know, I knew you wouldn't have done that. So I was like, no, she's not like that at all. So then we met at Denny's. And we had our first chat, and we were like, okay, we're going to do it. And it was a very long, extensive road, I will say. How long was it? Do you remember? It was months. It, it was, was definitely months, yeah. Because it was a couple of days. We did two a days that we had to talk to her twice a day. Um, twice a week. Twice a week, yeah. yeah. And um, it was it was months, though. Mm. It was at least... I want to say four to five months. Yeah, I was gonna say uh, uh, at least a, a minimum of six months. Yeah, it, it was it was a while. It was a while. It was a while. It was a while. But you know, one of the things that that um, uh, I wanted to assure my brother was that um, you know you can relax because right is right and wrong is wrong and right don't wrong nobody. So you know, when my sister was wrong, you know, uh uh-uh. uh. No, 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 no. He has a valid point, and she has a valid point. And so uh, you have to be a neutral factor in that. You can't, you can't uh, uh, be biased, you mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. because nothing is going to be resolved if you're biased <clears throat> like that. And that's even sometimes that's even hard to find, even with professionals, people that do it professionally for a living, you know, sometimes they're not. As sometimes they have biases. That was my issue because we tried couples counseling before and our counselor was very biased towards him. He couldn't do no wrong. Anything he did or said, he couldn't do any wrong. And that was kind of where I was a little skeptical, not with necessarily with you, but as we started is because it's like, okay, well, we started this before and we saw no change. It was no change. The way we came in was the way we left. Like it, Uh. and, and for her to think that he was always right, he just kept on doing whatever he was doing. And I kept on being the way that I was and we weren't, it was still clashing Clashing. because nothing got better. Right, right, right. Yeah. So, when you first started to counsel us, what are some of the things that you noticed that we needed to work on? Um, the biggest was the communication, because uh, verse would shut down, and then you would just keep going, and then you would get angry because he shuts down, but he's shutting down because you're going off, and so it was just a matter of uh, learning to listen, not to respond. But to listen, um, to understand, and so you know, so that was that was the biggest thing, mm-hmm. is just to try and get you know uh, you to listen, to understand, and, um, and 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 it worked out, you know. And again, it's because both of you um, uh, wanted it to work, because normally it's not going to work if both of you don't want it to work. Mm-hmm. So our main thing was communication. communication. I would mm-hmm. say yes, like, and that's still one of our. Like, not something that hurts us, but that's the thing that keeps us where we are. Like, when, when we have our communicate, when our communication is on point, I mean, everything else just falls into place. We could be, right. it, any any other thing could be happening, but as long as we're communicating, we get through it. So, and, yeah. and really, that's the biggest thing, because a, a lot of times we're taught uh, to listen to 
respond as opposed to listen to understand and and I you know sometimes I'm guilty of that because um even in my own uh relationship you know sometimes she'll say um you know you you're not you're not understanding me and so I'm sitting there and I'm trying to really listen and so then she made she she slipped up and said well I thought maybe you would get the hint well I'm a black I'm a black and white person Whatever it is you want to tell me, you got to tell me. You can't drop hints and innuendos. You just got to straight out come and tell me because mm-hmm. I'm not going to catch it. Mm-hmm. And so I said, well, if you were talking to me expecting me to pick up hints and tips, I ain't going to get it. I ain't no waitress. I ain't getting no tips. Mm-hmm. You just got to come out and tell me I want a burger with fries. Right. You can't just say, well, I'm hungry. Okay, well, and you hungry. Okay, <laughs> what? <laughs> that don't mean you want to eat right now. So if you want to eat right now, you got to come tell me, hey, I want to eat right now. I'm hungry and I want to eat right now. And I'm going to say, oh, okay, cool. Let's go eat. Right. But you can't tell. I'm not one of those people. Some people can take hints and innuendos and all this stuff. That's not me. And so when she said that to me, I was like, well, you know, that's part of the problem. You, 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 you thinking I'm going to get hints. I ain't getting no hints. Right. So, you know, and again, that's, you know, where it's, you know, it's, it seems like, you know, and then in, in the culture that we live in right now, everybody's so hostile and aggressive mm-hmm. that, you know, we're not trying to understand your perspectives. All we want is for you to understand ours. Mm-hmm. Forget if you understand mine. As long as you got what I want you to get, then I don't care about the rest. But you should care because it's more than you in a relationship. Yeah. Unless you're going to be in a relationship by yourself. That's then you can talk to yourself in the wild all day long. <laughs> That's lonely. right it's a lonely world that's lonely so when you first started counseling us and you saw how angry i was did you ever think that there was a mo did you ever think that we could fix it yeah i think everything's fixable um um i'm just that the person that sees everything the glass is half full i'm always seeing half full so i think everything is fixable and out of all the couples that I have counseled, uh, nobody has gotten a divorce. Uh, and and, mm-hmm. and uh, I say undefeated. that. That's undefeated. Undefeated. <laughs> uh, I say that uh, with, with, with all grace and humility, God has blessed me that the people that I work with have been willing to work together to, to bridge the abyss, the, the miss that's in their relationship and work together. So as long as... I knew that you were willing to put in the work. He was willing to put in the work. It didn't matter how much work it was, uh, as long as I knew y'all were willing to do it and y'all were both willing to do it. So it didn't matter, you know. And sometimes, you know, you would be like, mm, you know. Yes, I was so bad. <clears throat> you get a little salty. I was pissed, like I was. And even sometimes we were at work, because she used to sit behind me. She was what, either right, no, she was a desk behind me. And she's like, you all right this morning? <laughs> Uh-huh. She's like, okay, we'll talk about it tonight. Uh-huh. <laughs> but you were very dedicated to us, I will say. I remember one time you were on a trip with your family in a car, and we still did our session uh, via video chat. Right. And y'all were riding down the road and everything, and you still found the time to counsel us. I just thought that that was very, well, with everything put aside, I just thought that, that was you were very dedicated to us. And I did appreciate that because you could have just like, oh, well, I'm on vacation. I'm doing this and I can't do it. But you were like, nope, our time is this time. 
let's do it. Well, consistency is a thing. Um, again, I'm black and white, so if we're going to do it, let's do the dang thing. And um, let's get it right. Um, because, you know, uh, uh, when you have two people that want it to work, you know, you don't give the devil a leeway to step in there and and try to get a foothold in there. So let's 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 get let's strike while the fire's hot, you know. Mm-hmm. And th- and that was my premise: is let's strike while the fire's hot. When we decided that we were going to get back together, and then I told you how my family was acting, did that surprise you? Um. Yes. No. 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 It did not surprise me because what happens with families is that. You know, y'all two got it together and moved on. Family's still trying to, you know, they still pissed off. And that's why some things you can't share with your family because, and and really families, uh, you know, shouldn't be taking sides uh, because I understand that's your baby daughter and that's your baby sister, your older sister, what have you, but they can be wrong too. And so while y'all taking sides, um, your, 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 your family member could be wrong. You know, uh, and so, you know, it, you just have to be careful what you share with them. And then when it, you know, because at the end of the day, you know, they're going to do what they want to do anyway. So, you know, they're going to go back to the husband or the girlfriend, you know, that was cussing them out and, you know, uh, 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 cheating on them and, do, you know, using the bill money for drugs. They're going to go back to that mess anyway. Mm-hmm. And you're going to be by yourself while you listen to them with their foolishness. So, no, it didn't surprise me. That was one thing I made sure that when we started our counseling, even before that, we didn't take too much of what we were doing and sharing it with other people because I just felt as though that would conflict into everything, all of the gems and the tips that you were giving us. So they knew that we weren't together and we weren't living in the same house, but they didn't know anything else. But when we decided, okay, we're going to move back in, then it was just like, oh, are you sure? But no one saw what it took. For us to get there. And it took a lot. Listen, there were times when we had our sessions that verse would leave in a, you know, and, and you know, you would leave with a, and, uh, you know, um, I would just pray that you would do the work, uh, your assignments, um, and you did. And, um, you know, and so the, you know, they, they lessened as the weeks went by. Uh, because we went from a place of separateness to a place of togetherness. And uh, it it was all good. It was all good. What is one thing that you remember Miss Lisa saying to us when we were in counseling? Because the one thing I remember her always saying was, what I heard you say was... Which Which is very helpful. And actually, to be completely honest, we don't use... On a daily basis, we used to but use we, it yeah. all the time, and even sometimes I'll get so annoyed. I'm like, "You trying to miss Lisa me like right now? Like we, <laughs> we is in an argument? <laughs> like what I hear you saying was, well, and I just looked at her like for real. <laughs> oh, you gonna take us there? Like you gonna just use the tips that was given to us? That's what you doing? <laughs> you gonna start making it work? But, but see, <laughs> but see, that's the same thing that that I do in my relationship when. You know, when she said, hey, you know, you're not listening. So then I started, I, so, you know, I went right back to 101. So what I hear you saying is to make sure she knew that I was listening. And if I did not understand very clearly what she was trying to communicate to me, that we could go back and readdress that. 
Um, and, uh, and so then she's more comfortable telling me, you know, what's going on. And so, yeah. <laughs> yes, we, we definitely, he used that one a lot, but I, okay. I remember going back a little bit is when we did decide we were going to get back together. It was, it was one night, like we were talking and a couple times he would throw the hint like, oh, well, what would you do if I wanted to come back? And I was like, absolutely not. Like, we're not, we not ready that way. I was more concerned about the kids than being like, okay, because we tried this before, we broke up before. This is the second time. Like, I don't want to have to continue to go through this all the time. Right, right. And even though I knew that what we were doing was working, it was just that fear of, okay, put all the eggs in this basket again. What happens if it doesn't work? Right. And we were talking and not only him, but you both were just like, okay, even though the way that he went about it wasn't necessarily correct. There's, I'm not the victim. I'm not just the one sitting over here like, Oh, well he needs to change. It's him. It's like, Oh no, no, no. Let's slow it down. Like we both had things to change. And he let me know, his laundry list, and I let him know of my laundry list of these things that we've seen us change, and these are the things that we both aren't going to stand for. Mm-hmm. So once we put that on the table, we're like, okay, so what we're going to do? And we reflected and was like, okay, I can, I can see where you're coming from. Like once the communication was clear, once we used what we learned and we laid it all out on the table. We were like, you know what? I can see where you were coming from with that, and I can see. And then the the dots were kind of Connecting. they were coming they were coming together exactly. Right, right. So then we decided we we're like, okay, we're gonna be together. And to be honest, like this is the happiest we've been in like probably our whole relationship is going definitely. on. What it's not what probably, three years? Not probably definitely. It's been three definitely. years since you counseled us. Has it been that long? Two thousand. Yeah. We got back together two thousand seventeen. Yep. Wow. Mm-hmm. It yep. has been that long. Gee whiz. Yeah, I think we got back together September 2017. September, yep. yep. Oh yes. my God. Yeah. Wow. I I did not realize that time. Oh yeah, man. it flew. It grew wings like easel eagles and it was gone. Oh but my yeah. goodness. you know, uh I remember uh us uh, sitting at the table um and uh uh a light bulb. I remember his eyes just like a light bulb went off in his head and I can't remember what we were discussing, but he was so, so grateful that you got his point of view of what he was trying to communicate to you. Mm. And his, his face just, his whole disposition just changed right there immediately in front of me. And I'm like, see, this is what I'm talking about right here. This is what I'm talking about right here. Because when you can't imagine yourself with anybody else and you can't imagine that person with anybody else, that that's a reason for y'all to work that thing out. That's a reason for y'all to work that thing out. Yeah, and, and to this to this day, Simone definitely doesn't agree with my method, me choosing to separate and everything like that. But I truly, deeply feel as though that we wouldn't have probably talked to you. We would have continued on with our you know toxic behavior towards each other, and I mean. It's it it really does suck that I chose that and then I hurt Simone so much by choosing to do that. But the place that we're at right now is so great. What I so normally great. say is 
I don't necessarily agree with the way you handled it, but it was necessary. Right. Because even when people try to, like, when I say people like my family, when we decided to split and they, you know, weren't on board Mm -hmm. and they were just that they, you know how people seem to be more angrier than Mm -hmm. you. Mm -hmm. And my thing was, is that I have to put on a brave face because the kids majority were with me. So Mm -hmm. they would be looking at me like, okay, Mm -hmm. what you gonna do? So I didn't get a chance to really mourn the relationship and things like that. So we, you know, we got them being angry and I'm like, calm down. It's not that big of a deal. And you got the kids being sad. So it's like, I have to calm down with them. And then it's bedtime. And now I'm tired because I'm coaching everybody else on, okay, it's going to be fine. But I will say that it was, it was necessary. Like it, because of the hurt and the disappointment and all of that, that I felt, I didn't like the way that it went about. Maybe it was because of the conversation we had a week prior Right, And I felt as though you really didn't care about what I had to say at that point in time. You just went on and did whatever you wanted to do. So that's what I didn't necessarily agree with. But looking at where we were and how toxic it was and how we used to talk to each other, how we used to act towards each other. And now looking at it now, it's completely different. Right, right. And sometimes you wait for the other shoe to fall. Just like, oh, well, this is not going to last. And are we going to get back to where we used to be? And we never have. Like, even when we do have our spats where we're just like. Well, we had one. We had one big uh, fight um, after we got back together. But it was the last one. It was like the first week we were back together. When you were still in your apartment? No, when we no when I moved back home. Oh yes, yes, yes. We had one one pretty big fight that that was going that direction, and it was pretty it was pretty rough. But honestly, it was like because I think you left mm-hmm. after that, and then I called you or I texted you, and I was just like, I'm so sorry. Please come home. Just come home. Let's talk about it. And that was the last time that we've like yelled at each other. Or, you know, really cussed each other out or, you know, I think I broke your phone that night, right? No, you threw it down the I didn't, street. I didn't, I didn't throw it. I knocked it out your hand because she was going to call my mom and tell her, tell my mom. <laughs> I was going to tell him. And he's uh, like, no, you're not. And he talks that, well, I, to me, it looked like it was thrown down the street and he says he just kind of knocked it away. <laughs> but I, the way, when it looked to me, it looked thrown. And I was like, you threw my phone? Like, yeah. So it was like, it was a big thing. It was on your birthday. September 15th, it was on my birthday. 2017. It was on my birthday. It was on your birthday. I don't even I don't even remember what we were talking about, but we were yelling all outside. And I was like, see, that's what I'm talking about. And I remember why we were arguing. Why was we arguing? Because someone texted me happy birthday. Um yes. Mm-hmm. So that that and that was from the morning, huh? Yeah, that went yeah. on all day. Yeah, it went on all day. But we ended up like it went on all day and it was kind of, I think we even talked about it, how you were like, don't let arguments last all day. And that argument for was from that morning all the way till about eight o'clock that night. We was just well, that was back just, and forth. that's just a, a very touchy subject in our relationship. That ex mm-hmm. is very touchy when she rears her head. Simone just really goes into like Terminator mode. Like it's just, it's like PTSD almost. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. it triggers her really, really bad. Well, you know, uh, I think, um, you know, I was telling somebody recently that if a person, if you have a person um, who uh, 
triggers something with your partner, uh, you need to make sure that person has no space in your relationship. You just got to cut them off, tell them deuces, and and call that a wrap. What ended up happening was um, he had a friend, and she was supposed to be a mutual friend Mm -hmm. um, between both of us, but Mm -hmm. she also knew her as well. So Mm -hmm. the story was, was that they were hanging out, and she asked could she use the mutual friend's phone, and got her phone number out of her phone. But that was the second story. The first story was was like, oh, have you talked to, you know, have you talked to Verse lately? Oh, and then the first story was that she gave her the phone number because he changed his number because we were like, we're not, we're not doing this. Right, and I'm like, right. and I told him, I was like, I'm not having this conversation, this back and forth. This is not going to be an issue with us anymore. Like, I'm right. not, I'm not fighting. Right. I don't want to play. Like, right. I don't want to play this game. Right. So he changed his phone number. And it was fine. And then all of a sudden, the first story was that, oh, I didn't think anything about it. I gave her the phone number. And then the second story, when she was trying to make up for it, because he was pissed off because we had this huge, huge argument that he was just like, you know, how could you do it? And I'm like, well, that's not a friend. And she dang sure don't. She does not respect our relationship right. if she would give the phone number out. Right, right, And so, right. you know, then she ended up texting or whatever. And then, so at the at the end of the day, he ended up changing his phone number again. And he stopped being friends with the so-called mutual friend. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And see, that that's somebody who doesn't have any respect for your relationship. And uh, I don't affiliate myself with anybody who does not respect my relationship. You don't have to like it, but you're going to respect it. Right, right. And so, yeah, I ain't playing that because respect, uh, uh, you respect my relationship, I'm going to respect yours. And that's the way it is. And if you, you're not going to disrespect me and mine, period. Right. Point blank. That made a difference. Uh, well, him calling, because I think I, I just, I went somewhere. I don't remember where I went. I was somewhere in the neighborhood. But him calling to be like, let's talk about it. And we actually talked about it made a difference. And what he did was he then went so far as to be like, I haven't talked to you in X amount of times. Why do you keep calling me and talking to me? Like, what, what is the point? Like he tried to address the issue with the ex and just like, I don't understand. Like leave me and mine alone. We've been together for a very long time. By the time it was what? 10 years that we've been together. Yeah. Yeah. It was like 10 years we were together. And then he went as far as to tell the mutual friend, he was just like, well, we can't be cool no more because you were that disrespectful. Right. And him making those steps really showed. I was like, oh, okay, he's taking this seriously. It wasn't like, oh, well, this is my friend and she made a mistake or making excuses for her. He's like, no, I'm nipping all of this in the bud. Like, nope, we're not doing any of it. And, and, And that's something that we talked about as well in our sessions. And he's always, you know, uh, said, you know, he was going to do whatever he needed to, uh, to you know, to keep his family and to, to keep you in his life. And, you know, that's a bold step, you know, and I'm proud of you for doing that because a lot of people, you know, like, well, you're just going to have to accept it. No, I ain't got to accept nothing. What you're going to accept is that deuces right here because I'm out. Because that's how it was from the, from, you know, prior issues <clears throat> that we had. It was just like, oh, well, that's my friend. So... They didn't mean like making excuses for them. So for him to make that step, it was very surprising. But do you remember what you told me that God showed you? It's kind of always stuck to me when you were like one day you weren't at the house and God was like, look around. Do you want this to be your life? 
And when you told me, I was just like, wow, like, so what'd you say? <laughs> like, what'd you do? It was just kind of like, really? And you were like, you didn't want that to be your life. And that was your changing point where you were like, I don't want this to be my life. So I thought that was. Yeah. Yeah. Impressive. I mean, there was, you just get to a point where you're like, this is the person that I love and that I want to be with. Right. Right. But we it's not good for us to be together like this like always at each other fighting disrespecting each other that doesn't help anything and as far as like i'm a person that believes that you know a couple shouldn't just stay together for their kids if you guys are toxic that you're gonna just show your kids that toxicity like you're just gonna show them that and then they're gonna probably Sometimes, some sometimes there's exceptions, uh, exceptions, and kids don't, you know, end up like their parents. But for the most part, yeah. kids normally mirror their parents' behavior when they grow up. So I just didn't want us to be in that toxic place just for the sake of the kids, or just so oh we can prove to other people that we stuck it out. No, I want us to prove to each other that we can be the type of spouses that. You know, each of us deserve. And, uh, yeah, I was definitely willing to to make any adjustment I needed to make. And it feels good. It feels good. And also, you know, I mean, I know that, wasn't, that wasn't really one of our points of discussion during um, the counseling and everything. But I just always I always think about that, too. Like, being faithful is, like, is like super relaxing. You know what I mean? Yeah, because you don't have to cover, yeah, cover up. Yeah, yeah. You don't have nothing to cover up. Everything's so. honest. Everything's truthful. Where you at? I'm here. I'm right here. I can drop you my GPS location if you want. I hate that he does. He be like, oh, you weren't here. Let me let me screenshot where I'm at. I'm like, you don't have to do all that. Like, no, no, but I do. Because it's very transparent. And it's not right. hard. Like, the first, I would say our first seven years, it wasn't consecutive, but I would say our first seven years mm. were hard. Because we had, like, you know, we were young, so we were moving from Virginia to here, and we had other things, like, you know, the recession and things like that, but our relationship seemed to have been easy. But then when you, you know, money starting to be good and everything else is starting to fall into place, then that shows and reveals that your relationship wasn't as good as you thought. You just had everything else kind of clouding your judgment. So then we had to really learn how to communicate. But a lot of the tips and the jewels that you gave us, it is super easy now. Like, mm-hmm. we don't, even when we have our, we can definitely call them disagreements. They're not even arguments anymore for, like, the past three years. It's just, you know, we'll talk, and but we're we talking. Might talk, we might talk a little trash to each other every now and then. But it's not an argument. Like we, it's not like, 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 a, like it like used to a, be. Yeah, well, we got, like, into a little spat when the other day when your mom was at the house. I forgot what it was about. I forgot so what it was about, but like, yeah, yeah. No, you no. but we was like, you was like, we, it was about, I can't remember what it was about, but like, you would like walk past and you said something and I was like playing the game, then I said something and then you walked back past and said something, but it was like, <laughs> we weren't, you know what I'm saying? But it, it's, it's, I, I, I look at those arguments and smile because we don't argue like how we used to argue and it's not as long as it used to be. And that's what I say. I would say it would be more of a disagreement. It's not even like an argument because it's not disrespectful. Right. You know, like right. if I don't understand, like I, I don't understand why you're acting this way or whatever the case may be. And then he'll say something. I'll be like, what? <laughs> and then he'll be, he'll just like, well, this is what I said. It's not like 
disrespectful though like we can have our disagreement even if the kids are there like you know it's not it's not toxic it's not cuss words and going back and forth it's just like you know we're just like well you know we're just trying to get to the bottom of it even if it's a little heated it's not like oh my gosh mom and dad are arguing it's nothing like that remember what we said the other day about uh the apartment we're standing right now remember we said we realized that this was the first uh, this was the first hot home that I didn't punch a hole in anything. Yes, it's the first. This is the first home. That's beautiful. No yeah. frustration. No that, frustration. You punch stuff. You frustrated. Yeah. Every 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 home that we've had. Every house is, had at least had, two or three. Yeah. Just out of frustration, us arguing and stuff like that. So, and I would say that you know it was just because we were at the last place for five years, so it would have been you know longer. Would have been more places, but we were there for so long. So but you we had know, some leftover. It's good though that y'all are that y'all have worked this out and that you're on the other side of it and that you're continuing to work uh, towards making everything better. Because at the end of the day, you got two girls out there mm-hmm. who are watching how their mom is treated and who are gonna pick men just like you. Mm-hmm. And when girls see their parents getting beat up. They think that it's okay to get beat up and cussed out and disrespected and to have all these extra women on the side. And uh, it's a wonderful thing that they see how their mom is being treated so that they, in turn, know how to be treated. Right. It's so funny you say that because we every time we watch something, whenever there's a black man, Aaliyah, well, oh, and he's like gushing over his wife, Leo just be like, mm, look at dad. Like she'll say it every single time, and it's, and it makes me happy because I'm like, I'm glad that you see the right. good parts because right. it's not like, oh, well, when people are arguing, like, oh yeah, that reminds me of my parents. She always says that about whenever she sees a black man just being like either bringing flowers or just kind of happy to see their wife she's like oh dad acts like that and even lyrics she's like oh remember dad will bring you flowers and you know they'll they'll talk about it during whatever show it is that we're watching so you know it just it 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 means to me that we're doing the right thing right but we i definitely do appreciate you miss lisa yes i I appreciate y'all i I feel like you really saved us and you were very dedicated to us and you Gave us a lot of gems that we still use. Yes. Well, it is my pleasure. You it are is my our pleasure. hero. Yes. It is my pleasure. It is my pleasure. It is my pleasure. I cannot say enough um, just how great it is to work with people who uh, are willing to put in the hard work to save their relationship. Because like I said, everybody doesn't want to save it. Everybody wants to talk about saving it. But they don't want to do the hard work that it takes to save it and to keep it. Mm. Because you still got to work after you get back together. The work doesn't just stop at this point. Okay, well, we good. So, you know, we just gone back to what we used to. No, 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 no. You got to make a conscious effort to continue to do those things. You know, uh, you know I always say, you know, uh, uh, what, it did, what you did to get her is what it's going to take to keep a plus sign. Mm-hmm. So you've been giving flowers and taking movie dates and dinner dates and uh, candlelit baths and all that other stuff. Well, expect to do some of that plus some extra stuff. Mm-hmm. Right. And then also expect for some of that stuff to be reciprocated back to you because you don't want to be in a one-way relationship. You know, like one-way streets, you don't get anywhere because you got to make all these twists and turns to try to get to a street where you can actually do something. 
So, you know, one-way relationships don't work. You ain't going nowhere. You ain't doing nothing. So make sure you get on two-way streets so you can, if you need to make a U-turn, you can. And I agree. I agree with that when you stated that, you know, we can't keep doing what we were doing from the beginning. We have to make sure that we that we change because I feel as though that was what that last argument that we had was. I was going to say that. That was like a like, crossroad. That was a reminder. Like, are uh, you going to do what you normally do? Right. That are was you like going a reminder to- that this is... We still have work to do. Like, we can't just, oh, we're back together now. Let's just relax and everything's going to. Well, to me, it felt like it's like, it's okay. So, you know how you have a quiz? Your quiz prepared you for a test. Mm-hmm. And we've had that test before. And it was like, okay, what you going to do? And, you know, when you look back, like, man, I didn't do everything that I was supposed to do. You failed your test. Right. And it's like that test came right back full circle and was like, so what are you going to do? And even though we had a big explosive argument, the turning point was when we called, when you called me back and we talked about it. And then everything else after that was a complete difference than what it would have normally been. We passed our test and we haven't had anything half as bad since then, Mm -mm. since the test has passed. But you know that when you do it wrong, the test always comes back around Mm -hmm. and then you got to take the test again. Then you got to take it in until Mm -hmm. you pass the test. And I feel as though we passed our test. When, and when I'm glad. Hoo hoo hoo. <laughs> yeah. So I I agree. So and but that self reflection, like what you were stating, it's you have to self reflect. You can't just say that the other person is wrong. I'm not doing anything wrong because in our relationship, we both had to do major self reflection. Yes, and that was the. I think that that was the biggest thing during our counseling that I felt came out of it good for me was that we were able to we were able to get you to look at some of the the things you know that I felt like needed to be fixed without offending you you know what I mean because it's sometimes it's hard to tell someone that they that you know you see stuff in them that you know maybe you should do this or do that or don't do this or do that without them getting offended like you you know it's really it's really tough to to do that and and some of the the ways the tips that you were giving us with just how you speak it's just about how you speak instead of saying well you're this and you're that and you're that well i feel that i feel this way when you do this you know what i'm saying i when you talk to me like that i feel this way not oh well you disrespect me you are disrespectful you get I'll on my see damn you nerves get on the <laughs> But and also when we talk and it's not just you saying it, it's the third party who is biased in the situation and they come unbiased. and they look at it. They're unbiased and they come in and they're just saying, well, do you understand what it is that he or she is saying? And right. like, oh, well, they're saying this. And you're like, no, 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 you're not listening. And then when they reiterate what it is that you just said and you're just like, mm. oh, right. Like, that's what you were saying. So, right. you know, it, that having that mediator there when we were talking just to make sure that we understood exactly the foundation and putting the bricks in, I just think that that's where everything came from. And so, again, I can't thank you enough. Yeah, we can't. My pleasure. My pleasure. It was a joy and it was wonderful. And I am just ecstatic that it has been almost three years. Gee whiz. Time has flown by. Mm-hmm. And wow. we are coming up on our ten-year anniversary, marriage, marriage anniversary. anniversary. Yep. So we're gonna do something special, and very soon, 
um, probably not this year because we got a lot of things moving, moving and yeah. Mm-hmm. But really soon we're gonna do something. We're gonna throw a renewal. We're gonna, I think we're gonna renew our vows personally this yes. year. So this year in May on our anniversary, we're gonna go. It's gonna be me, him, and the Lord, and we're gonna renew. Amen. Our vows to each other. Hey, a, com- a recommitment then, service. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's wonderful. And then we're going to, at some point in time, have an actual ceremony, like an actual renewal ceremony. So we're going to need you back. Well, hey, let me know. You know, <laughs> I'll be here. I'll be here. That's good. So I want to say to you, Miss Lisa, again, thank you very much for helping us, for saving our marriage. It has been the best thing for us to get back to where we are now. And I want to wish you luck on Thank you. going back home. Thank you, sir. Because we've never been here before. And it's easy and it's simple. And to, again, to this day, we still use a lot of the things that you taught us. I believe that what you helped us with was the foundation of what's going to be our forever. Mm-hmm. And I just feel so indebted. Like, I just feel like you... What you, you and the Lord, which would he bestowed upon you to tell us is just what's is the driving force. So we always, in everything that we do, we always commend you. We thank you. We appreciate you. And we love you very, very much. And I love y'all too. And uh, I am so excited uh, for the, the, the commitment and the renewal service that y'all are going to have, the private one, and then the public one. I'm just grateful uh, that y'all were able to move past it and... Uh, you know, that y'all put into work. And so I hope this is for everybody that's listening. <clears throat> uh, if you're listening today and your relationship is not in a good place, put in the work to make it better because it's not going to get better on its own. It's not going to get better because of your yip yapping. It's going to be better because of your actions. And, you know, and I, I always say, my kids got tired of hearing it. They got tired of hearing it. And uh, my girlfriend gets tired of hearing it. I hear what you say, but I'm listening to your actions. Because love is an action word. Mm-hmm. It's, it's purely action. Mm-hmm. So if you're not ready to do the action, then don't mention the word love. Yeah. You just like somebody. Yeah. Right, a lot. You like dogs and you like cars and you like the food. You don't have to do nothing when you right. like something. But when you love something or someone, you got to put some action behind that. So if you're not ready to put in the action behind that word, don't say it. Agreed. Very Facts. well said. See, I'm still dropping them gems. Well I see you. I see you, Auntie. <laughs> and I want to, uh, I want to say thank you again. We we actually need to, uh, we need to just put Miss Lisa as the uh, creator of this podcast because it wouldn't yes. wouldn't be happening if it, if wasn't, it wasn't for her for, help. <laughs> if it wasn't for Auntie, we would not. But this be is here. this podcast is our way of continuing the work, continuing to get to know each other, uh, community. Uh, communing with other couples to, you know, kind of um, go through our normal situations and, and help everybody, the listeners and the couples that we have up here, help them see that marriage, while it's hard, it's it's a process that's rewarding. And if you put in the work, it, it'll work out. And okay. the stuff that you go through is not unique to you and your relationship. No, sir. That. When we interview couples, they go through some of the same stuff and went through some of the same arguments, but they prevailed. And, you know, the good thing is that there will be times when you interview some of these couples and then you say, mm, been there, done that, mm-hmm. but we got over remember that. When now. that was mm-hmm. us. Yep. Remember when that was us? <laughs> uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Remember, remember. 
Thank God it ain't us no more. Who mm. we? <laughs> it's good. It's good. This is this is has been a great journey for us, and we're gonna continue going on this journey. Um, we like to do a thing on our pod at the end of each of our episodes where we call "Leave with Love." So me and Z are going to uh, tell each other something that we love about each other. You gonna go first? And really, didn't I go first last time? No, I feel like I did. Well, one because Miss Lisa, aka Auntie, is leaving. I just want to continue to tell you that I love you, and we will definitely continue to stay in contact with you. Almost oh, definitely, most definitely. I love both of y'all and my Thank nieces. You. We love you too. And um, I just I love our communication. Because even though today, something felt kind of off with us today. And I don't know if it was because we were meeting, meeting up here with Miss Lisa and maybe I was nervous. But there was something off with us. And I'm glad that whatever it is, we put it aside and we just kept pressing on to be here today. So I just, I love our communication because he is very much like... We're not, I'm not letting this fester. Like if it gets to a point where I don't want to talk about it, I'm just like, you know what? I just need five minutes. Just leave me alone. So he'll leave or he won't leave the house, but he'll like kind of leave me alone to get my thoughts together. And either the same day or early in the morning, the next day, he'll be like, so you still don't want to talk. <laughs> like he'll still come back and be like, you know, right. he, he's, he's really big on our communication. Even when I don't want to talk even when I'm just like, oh my gosh, I said, it's fine. He's like, no. It's not beating a dead horse because it's necessary, but sometimes I just want to just like, okay, it's fine. It's whatever. He's like, no, I need you to understand where I'm coming from. And even though he'll say it's transparent and I'm like, okay, fine. I see it. He's like, no, but you don't understand. And he'll break it all the way down. And he's very determined to be like, this is what it is. And this is how I feel. And I just want you to know how much is this and the third. So I appreciate your work and your communication with me, even when I don't want to hear it. And this a lot of the times I'm just like, Oh my gosh, <laughs> I get it. And you're like, no, you don't get it. So I, I appreciate it because even though some days I don't want to hear it, it's necessary. So I appreciate you. I love your um, commitment to my happiness um the other day you expressed to me some frustration with the amount of time or not even the amount of time just certain times when I'm not at home because I'm doing this stuff or uh just podcasting or working on uh the dream um you express some frustration with you know just being left left alone to handle the daily you know dealing with the kids, cooking, cleaning, all of that stuff. And, you know, the type of person I am, and especially now, is a person where your happiness is the most important thing to me. And if I can do or not do something to make you happier, I will do that. And I was willing to throw everything away so that we, so that I can help you more and be there more for you and not have you feel overwhelmed with the, with all of the responsibility because I'm doing other stuff. And while I know that that's that probably is tempting, and you would you know li- like that, you knew that that wouldn't necessarily make me happy, and you decided to you know and it, you thought about it and you decided to not let me do that, not allow it. actually put your foot down and say that you're not going to do it, and I really appreciate your dedication to my happiness. Of course, because 
even though it would have been easier on me and on our day to day, you could wake up resenting one day. It could be 50 years from now. Just, you know, you could resent the, not necessarily me, but where you are, regardless of where we are in 50 years. But I can't let you sacrifice your personal happiness to make me happy because that's not going to make me happy. The fact that you sacrificed everything that you've been working for, for a very long time for me. And even though it does get, it does get a little tight. Sometimes I could never let you give up on your dream. That's but like you, me you, not writing anymore. Yeah. But you get my point and why yeah. I felt like it is unfair for me. I still feel as though it's unfair for me to, whether or not it's my dream and whether or not I've been working on it forever. It's unfair to, I feel it's unfair to you to leave you with all of that, you know, overwork, to leave you overworked and overwhelmed and just ignore that. Right. But we'll, like I said, we'll make tweaks here and there, but you're not giving up on what you want to do because I don't, I feel as though that doesn't make either one of us happy. Like, yeah, it may be cool for a little bit, but you know, I mean, Again, that's just like you telling me that I can't write anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, it was like, oh, okay, that's cool for a while. But then it's just like, okay, so what exactly am I supposed to do? Like, you you miss out on yourself trying to make somebody else happy. And I don't feel as though we can't, I could never let you do that. So we'll just make tweaks along the way. And listeners, let me, I'm going to jump in right quick. Listeners, just so you know, it is so good to hear my brother express himself. Because when we first started... He didn't express himself like this, and he's very open to express himself. And I and so I'm gonna say this: what I love, since since we doing what I love, <laughs> what I love is that my brother is in a space now where he can express himself uh, without fear of being shut down and shouted down, and all the other things that may have happened previously. And I love that my sister here allows him to speak his truth without shutting him down or minimizing what it is that he has to say. Uh, they have a bo- uh, uh, an open and free space right now. Safe. And I'm just sitting here just like, man, this brother's feeling real safe. He just talking. <laughs> and I'm really digging this, y'all. Man, this is beautiful. That's one of the things, that's one of the benefits of our podcast too. We, we agreed at the beginning that when we crack these mics and we on this podcast, this is a safe space for us to talk and discuss things. And we've even... Settled some things, settled some disagreements over the podcast. So it's been great. Yes. And more to come. Um, so, yeah, let's get out of here. Thank you guys for listening. For our hero, Super Miss Lisa. Super uh, I am, auntie here. <laughs> I am right. VA Verse. Cross from me is my beautiful wife, smiling as usual, Z. And you're listening to For Better or Worse. We wish you the best, Miss Lisa. Thank you. We love you, and we'll see you yes, next time, guys. All, All right, right, guys.